whether we're most popular or uh, the wallflower or have a perfect home or have the utmost dysfunctional home. It's just part of the process of, you know, feeling your connection to the authenticity, which is the source of all things, which is your soul, your higher self. It's, it's yeah. all when we, when I think you and I can agree when we say authenticity, it really is finding your power source inside yourself um, mm-hmm. and trusting it and having fun with it. And that's yeah. to live authentically. Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, genuine conversations for authentic living. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lisa Allshafer, empowerment life coach and author. And I'm Sandra Pariser, truth seeker, truth speaker, and health and wellness entrepreneur. And today's episode is about being true to you, becoming your authentic self. The name of the game, how to live an authentic life with purpose. So please don't forget to hit like and share if you are so inspired. And Lisa, let's take it away. Take it away. Well, you know, this is really what our podcast is all about. It's about being real, (laughs) genuine conversations for living an authentic life or for for authentic living. And so we want to spend a little more time today really on what does it mean, uh, why is it so important, and how to become more of your authentic self. So, you know, in today's world of social media and selfies and, you know, trying to curate a persona for a lot of people, whether it's just personally or professionally, uh, being authentic is a breath of fresh air. And that's actually for people who are entrepreneurs and business people out there. That's really something that's going to build your business more so than any of the other stuff. So it is important in so many ways. And it's a breath of fresh air for many to see people who are just being real. Right, Sandra? Name of our podcast. So you and I were talking before and before the podcast, and you know, this could really be a two-part, easily a two-part um, podcast. We're going to try and give you a ton of information, but but this is really um, something that both Lisa and I, we shared this in the past, have been really forthcoming with, which is you become your authentic self when you dig in and really start to understand who are you, why are you here, be you. Even in my business, I would tell people you know, okay, so here's kind of a script, but you've got to make it your own. You have, you don't want to sound like Sandra. You don't want to sound like Alan. You don't want to sound like Lisa. You want to figure out what you sound like. So we're going to give you some good tips and tricks on, um, how to live a more authentic life in your skin. Absolutely. Because nobody can do you better than you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's tons of books and songs written about that. Yes, I'm sure there is. So the one of the um, things about living authentically is there's so many benefits to living mm. authentically. And one of the greatest benefits is just it, it's your well-being. It enhances your well-being because it actually gives you more of a sense of inner peace and, and comfort, comfortable in your own skin. I'm sure a lot of people have heard that saying. You're comfortable in your own skin the, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. It's, it's really being able not to, not to just embrace your strengths, which is a wonderful thing to do and definitely a must do, but it's also embracing your flaws as well. It's, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody, if you think about it, when somebody 
that you care about close to you either moves away or passes away or whatever, all those things that you remember about them, aren't there the things that they did perfectly? It was their little idiosyncrasies that made them Mm -hmm. unique, Mm -hmm. right? And so, and that's what they miss. It's not the big events so much. It's the little way that they, you know, ate at the dinner table or the (laughs) the way that they (laughs) scratched their head or all those little things that they just was unique to them. And that's what's missed the most. You know, just even um, watching Stacy Mia, like this has been really an amazing adventure as um, a parent watching what she's gone through over the last, since, since really since COVID, COVID really, I don't even want to blame the move on, on what happened to my children and what happened to everybody. This happened to everybody. Uh, it was a worldwide phenomenon <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, shifted and transformed so much, but it, watching her come into her her genuine self. She is so stinking quirky, but she's so funny. She's quirky, but she's funny. And it's, it's the more comfortable she is. I was just telling Alan this earlier today, watching her blossom. There was a situation that happened with a friend of hers. I think it was in September, um, where her friend just wouldn't allow Stacy Mia to help her friend. She didn't want the help not the help that Stacy was giving. Really what friend needed was space. What Stacy was trying to do is understand why are you alone? It, you know, how, how their kids, they're, they're not fully developed yet. So once we started to, to really dive in and she's really good at talking to me, I'm so grateful that she talks to me. Um, and there was this, this was the pivotal switch when I had to explain to her that not every family is like our family. And, you know, we are open. And when someone looks like they're hurt, we do want to help. Um, But a lot of families aren't that way. And that really was the shift for her to understand, you know, mommy, I feel alone too sometimes, you know, it's just me and my brain, you know, thank God I have Alan and the girls to occupy my space. Otherwise I'd be sitting there all alone with myself all the time. Um, But once she started to understand, like, it's okay to feel alone. We all do. No matter who you are, you feel alone at times. Um, we've talked about this in the past, but now it's, she's just, she's such a light in this world and she is quirky, living her best genuine self. It's, it's really, it's the little quirky things that I will absolutely, I, I do appreciate every moment of the day as she shines her authentic light truly to who she is. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they quirky people stand out. I can remember a a professor I had in college who was, he was, he was one of a kind. (laughs) He truly was. And yet, I mean, that was 40 years ago. Right. And And you still still, remember him. And he still comes up in conversation because he was so, and, and confident in who he was. Right. But just, he was so different. Yes. That the confidence, that's another, and that's part of authenticity mm-hmm. too, is, is, is building yes. yourself. That's a benefit. Um, watching that, that is, is Stacey Mia stepping into her own as a, as a parent is probably, I mean, you know, you know, you, mm-hmm. you're a parent. Yeah. Um, but it's when you're, when someone around you that lives under your roof is struggling. I used to say in a marriage, you're only as good as the, um, the, the saddest person or the most hurt person in the relationship. Um, that's certainly what Alan and I have spent this last now almost year and a half going through um, is really, you know, getting to peace, 
peacefulness. Um, but you know, CCMe has struggled. So now to watch it and like the fruit of all, like it's confidence, you know, she's going to go make a difference. She's got a purpose in this world. She doesn't know what it is, but there's a mystery to it. It's confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a natural byproduct of authenticity. It is one of those benefits. And, yeah. you know, and you're talking a lot about relationships, even her wanting to be, you know, connected in, in that way, but your family and you and Alan, and when you're authentic, when you live authentically, you have more genuine relationships, you have more connection in your relationships. And when you're authentic, mm -hmm. what happens is, is it's like, giving a silent permission for others to be authentic too. Mm -hmm. Because when you're comfortable and you're relaxed in who you are, it just, it holds the space for other people to do the same. Yeah. You know, we can feel when people are insecure and we can feel when people are secure. Mm -hmm. Whether we're thinking about that or not, but we certainly do sense it. You can it. feel it. You can, fe you can feel it. Absolutely. And so feel it. if you feel that someone is feeling a little insecure out of, you know, out of authenticity for themselves, then it's not about, you know, calling them out on that. It's about relax, you know, just, just send them a little telepathic message. I accept you just as you are. Mm. You can relax with me. You know, even though you can be saying it in, internally or you're just feeling it internally, experiment, <laughs> experiment. You know what, you know what I do? I send love. I, it is a mm -hmm. it is an absolute intentional thing that I do when uh, someone is hurting um, mm -hmm. or or they're insecure or whatever the case may. When you can feel it um, and you do, I just wrap them in love. You know, mm -hmm. I bless them. I wrap them in love. Practice with it, whatever it looks like for you. But they they will feel it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it all plays into. It's funny we're using Stacy Me as an example because. I feel like there's, um, you know, like just watching my sister growing into her authentic self, powerful. Um, but it's all the things, you know, the genuine relationships. And Lisa, I, this is one thing that you and I have talked about in this uh, great awakening situation is the depth of my relationships right now is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. It just even whether it's my husband or, you know, uh, a friend or you, or, you know, anytime I'm spending time with someone, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in person, whether it's on the tennis court, whether, oh my gosh, yesterday at my girls, it was a winter break, you know, party time, uh, sixth grade and third grade. And, um, of course I'm in both the classrooms cause it's something I enjoy. I got a hug from Mr. Underwood. And he said, just, it was so, oh my gosh, it'll make me cry. Just what people say, the authenticity coming out of him. I'm so proud of Stacy Mia. She's yeah. done so great. And even though she's in compounded math and she's barely inching, you have to have an 80% or above to stay in compounded math, which is really seventh grade math. Um, this teacher is like, some of these teachers I've experienced are so wonderful. And for him to say, everything that you've done for your daughter. If I had a daughter, he's got two sons. He's like, I would want her to be my daughter. And it's like, wow. you know, the, and gave me a hug. I got a hug from Mr. Underwood. And I'm just like, oh, this is just so deep. Like, and mm. that is a, that's a relationship, but this is what we're talking about. The, 
the um, capacity for authenticity is beautiful. And, and connection, because mm -hmm. so many people feel disconnected in, in their life, and which means they're really truly disconnected with themselves and they're who they are. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know who they are. It's, it's, it's a life journey to, to, for, of the self-discovery to mm -hmm. discover who you are because who you are is pretty great, pretty powerful. Yeah. And so many people don't give themselves the credit of that power and what they have to offer. And so they hide themselves away mm -hmm. because they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to, you know, feel that someone might judge them for who they are and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And yet it's, you know, we talked last week about, I think it was last week or whatever, previous podcast about taking calculated risks. Well, you know what? Being yourself is a calculated risk. Probably it, the biggest calculated risk of all risks is yes. to be yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because you are putting yourself out there and that's part of, um, you know, authenticity is vulnerability. It's one of the things that helps you move into more and more authentic and authentic life and who you are. You and know, and just something mm -hmm. else to think about, because Lisa, I'm, I think there are certain commonalities about the human experience. And in, in one of the biggest, it, puberty is hard. Like you're so confused. And, you know, I don't know, at least me growing up, like, and I'm, and now there's this generation that is my children's generation, even Eric's generation. What is cool isn't really cool. What is really cool is living truthfully and authentically. Like, I was definitely not cool. I tried to keep up with what I thought was cool. Um, then there's your definition of what cool is. We are all trying to fit in. But yeah. the truth is, we don't know how to do that, you know? And I think the older that you get, the more your hormones balance out, the more experiences that you have, the more you process that feeling, you know, those needy needs, the ones that we've been talking about throughout all of our podcasts, right. um, helps you get to your authentic self. Like, I mean, what were your teenage years like? Oh, well, you know, I mentioned, uh, in, I think our original podcast, I was, was really shy and introverted when I was growing up, certainly as a girl, but also in, you know, my teenage years, I was just, I had so much insecurity. So, uh, did you have any friends? Were you more of a loner? No, I, had, like I had friends, but I, I, I was with the peripheral people, uh, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. so I would go and make like one-to-one -one friendships a lot, not so much in a group. Yeah. And I had the most interesting people because they weren't in the, the, you know, the popular group, you know, that had to uphold all that, facade stuff, you yes. know, because once, you know, I mean, when you're popular, now you got to uphold that popularity. So I just, and I, I can still remember some of these people. I'm, and it's just, I so appreciated them. And you know what? They appreciated me too. And, and we just were able to connect on a level that when you're in kind of that popular crowd, you, again, there's not that sense of relax, relaxation in who yeah. you are because you yeah. have to up hold a certain status. Yep. It's about, about status, right? And we grew up at a different time. I mean, now mm -hmm. I look at, you know, it, it's actually funny. I'm, I'm glad I asked you that question. You, you hung out with the peripheral people. So Stacey Mia is just like you. It's one-to-one. -one. Yeah. 
part of what I was so concerned about when she was struggling was like, Aurora is like me. The more, the merrier, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and so it now as she's settling into her own skin right now, we, I picked up the girls from school. It's the last day before winter break. And, uh, and her little buddy Katie's here, which they're so cute, right? So, you know, so what? So Stacey Mia has one person that right now that's where she's resonating. Mm -hmm. And the two of them are so cute. And this is how cute Katie is. Katie's like, Aurora says, Aurora says, you know, Katie's my friend too. And it's like, actually that's true. And I'm so proud of Katie for that. You know how many like siblings mm -hmm. that you have the rivalry and there is definitely some of that, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, everybody ha has a different experience. And so whether you're popular with a ton of people holding up the facade, I, I swear today, like as a parent and you're getting ready to launch your parenting, this is going to be so exciting um, for you to launch in the new year because parents, boy, it is what they, the input that they have coming at them, uh, the social media, it's the, it's the weird social media stuff. We didn't have that when we were kids. Right. It was hard enough when we were kids. Well, whatever whatever people experienced back then, and I'm not I'm not dissing the popular crowd. Just just to clarify, right? I'm, they just had it probably struggles in a different way than people who are more kind of loner or, or peripheral, however you want to say it. No, you're um, like Maynard. So I was I was the popular. I guess you uh -huh. would consider me popular. I was yeah. popular in the stoner crowd, and mm -hmm. I won in the yearbook biggest ditcher. They didn't put it in the yearbook, but yeah. that, like, so how was Sandra known? Well, she never showed up. And it wasn't until my 20 year reunion that I was like, oh my gosh, these people were really all my friends. That's how insecurity goes, right? I had no idea who or what I was when I was in high school, but Maynard was the peripheral and deep. Uh, this is my childhood best friend. One of three. Um, she was, she was, I can just imagine you and her would be very attracted to one another she was never part of, she's like, there goes Maynard, you know, and I'd be out there at parties, dancing around and playing with everybody. And she would be, you know, quietly having a very deep conversation with, you know, one person that was her, you know? So that, that's when you said that, I'm like, oh, you're my Maynard. Yeah. We would have met on the school grounds. We would have been very wonderful to each other. Right. Um, may have been best friends. Um, but yeah, no, no dissing, but we're all growing up in the same game of life. Like, Oh God, doesn't matter who you are. I mean, like I look at Stacy right now and she's in the band and like, I come from a family of drummers. Hello, extra cool. She picks the French horn. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> this is the quirky little thing, right? So, you know, I mean, every, there's different, there's different paths for all sorts of different people. And she really loves it. I'm like, whoa, she's learning music. She does come from a family of musicians. Like, this is cool. It's like natural to her, um, like French horn. So next year she says, I think I'm going to switch to the clarinet. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, and then in the eighth grade, I'm going to switch to the saxophone. I'm like, okay, she's going to make her way around town. She's got her own little ladder she's climbing. That's right. And she's like paving her own path. I just think it's yes. so neat. Anyway, yeah. sorry, not to get off on all these different, my, my point in even bringing up, you know, uh, growing up is that every single person listening to this, and I think every single person on planet earth 
when you go through your hormones and we all think and feel the same way, no matter whether we're most popular or uh, the wallflower or have a perfect home or have the utmost dysfunctional home. It's just part of the process of, you know, feeling your connection to the authenticity, which is the source of all things, which is your soul, your higher self. It's, it's yeah. all when we, when I think you and I can agree when we say authenticity, it really is finding your power source inside yourself um, and trusting it and having fun with it. And that's yeah. to live authentically. Well, and that's really what the parenting uh, course I'm coming out with this masterclass parenting uh, course that I'm coming out with in January. It's called parenting by personality and it's nurturing connection and accepting the differences between us as in the family, between the parent and the child and, and the adults and the, you know, in the family as well because we are different. And the personality assessment that I use is capture, it captures your innate personality, which would be your most authentic personality. And it's so important to recognize those differences because even, even you and I, we're, we're very different personalities. Just because you're a different personality doesn't mean you can't get along. In fact, it's appreciating the differences mm -hmm. and also, you know, accepting the strengths and the limitations of each other because they're just, you know, that's just part personality. of the personality. And yeah. there is no perfect person. There really is no perfect family. It's just knowing, you know, knowing who you are actually makes more people transparent to you because mm -hmm. you've do done so much work with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. By, and that's, that's a lot of the work that we do, right? Is yeah. transformational work, really becoming who you are, who you already are. It's not developing, you know, something that you aren't right now. It's actually becoming who, who you naturally are. And, and by doing that, you, you create a connection, but you also can see beyond the facade of other people as well. That's what I mean by transparency. Okay, so I have to talk about my mom. So my mom watches our podcast. I shared this with you. I don't think I shared it with the crowd. Um, hi, mom. <laughs> hi, mom. We love you, mom. So my mom sends me this text message and I can't go to it right now. Um, so she's like, yeah, this is my mom. Like there is nobody who knows every inch of my body, not even my husband, the way my mom, I mean, I lived in her body and, um, and I love my mom and she knows just every single thing about me. But in the first handful of podcasts, as she was listening to my story, you know, it broke her heart. Of course, it, you know, it, it activated all of her, you know, regret. I wish I would have done things differently. And, you know, we don't, we don't want that mom, <laughs> you know, we definitely don't want that. Um, but I said, mom, stop listening. Like, I don't want you to stop listening. She says, but I find it so helpful. And I, I, I am learning so much from you and Lisa. And then she says, so this is her last text, and this is where I say, I, lo I love you, Mom. Um, so she, I forget which one she was watching, but she says, it is so wonderful to watch you be who you really actually are. And I'm like, whoa, that's from my mom. It gave me crying, Mom. Living authentically who you are, you know? I, I think if anybody's seen me my whole life get confused by, 
you know, childhood and teenage years and, you know, into my twenties and then thirties. And, um, she's witnessed the entire transformation into who I was born to be. And so yeah. it's all of what you're talking about, you know, and I just want to give a shout out cause I love you mom. And I'm glad you're still mm-hmm. watching, even though I really didn't want you to watch, but you know, cause I didn't want you to get hurt. Um, and as, as a mom, if I was watching my child, like I would feel that way too, you know, like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, whatever. So, but you know, she keep plugging through. I'm like, mom, you got to plug through because it's all good stuff anyway. And just to have her say, you know, it's so neat to see you living who you are. Yeah. And I'll give a shout out to my mom too. (laughs) She watches as well. We got (laughs) to give equal time for mom, for for, for the moms, right? That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, part of the reason that it, it's, um, it feels good to your mom, even though some of the stuff might not feel good, some of the subject matter, mm-hmm. but to see you living on purpose. Yes. And that sense of purpose is what happens when you, you're living authentically. And for me, from my perspective of you, you know, you've, you always have had a strong sense of purpose in life, but this has really refined that to a whole nother direction in your life mm-hmm. that I see as you get to shine in a whole new way more uh out there you you shine that way in your personal life but now you get to bring that to a whole nother level of purpose by doing Mm -hmm. this podcast Mm -hmm. and i think that's what people you know your mom certainly picks up from you and that and my mom as well and hopefully oh by the way she said that she loves you too (laughs) she did say that it's so sweet that's thank you thank you so much yes um, love to all the moms out there <laughs> who man we are, work hard. Yes, we you know it's it's uh, and dads too. It's mm-hmm. parents in general. Uh, it's probably one of the hardest roles we'll ever have in life is to be a parent. Yep, um, but the most rewarding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So. Yep. Well, speaking of parents, uh, when you have an authentic parent, they can have a really positive influence on their children, right? And mm-hmm. just in the family in general. But when we're authentic, we can have a positive influence on everyone around us, whether we realize it or not. You know, I've said quite a few times uh, in just in general conversation that you never know just how much you impact a person just by being you. Mm-hmm. And for me... You know, I, we've talked about the walks that I take and all that. Um, but when I see somebody just walking or whatever, as long as they make an eye contact, I will smile at them. I'm, that's just, I am a smiler. <laughs> you know, I just, I smile at people when I walk by them, um, whether it's down on the strip or it's, which I don't really go to all that often, but just, you know, in, in a grocery store, or whatever. If you make, you know, if you make somewhat of a connection eye contact wise, then it's just a nice smile. And sometimes people, don't have people who are smiling at them. Mm-hmm. I know. And it could, it could be somebody who's really depressed or who knows what they're, you know, contemplating in their mind. And to have just that momentary connection with mm-hmm. a little bit of eye contact and a smile can make a difference in somebody else's day that you will never know if it does or not. But trust me, it, it does. It can. And I can, I can feel it too. Like, I'm just thinking of the grocery store right now. Cause this just happened yesterday, you know, just go down to Tom Thumb. It's like Albertsons and in, in Vegas, um, just a simple trip to the grocery store. Just, 
I, for me personally, I try to feel people and it, it, I don't try. (laughs) I feel people. Um, and so when you feel that somebody is, you know, maybe a little bit lonely or having a bad day, you know, just, you know, smile, you know, spend some time, say something nice. I mean, for me, it's like, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, you know, and, and it, when you have that authenticity, you're, you're genuinely there with them, you, you will make a huge impact on how they feel. And that totally, a memory just popped in. Oh my gosh, this was in college. (laughs) And there is, I went to Michigan State and there is this very busy um, crossing of a street. And so, I don't know, maybe there's a hundred people crossing all, you know, at the same time or 50 or whatever it was, but a lot of people. And so there is me crossing this way. And then there's this person crossing from the other direction. And through all these people, we made this eye contact and smiled at each other. Well, the thing is, is this, this person, got this guy, right? Mm. He was my, what we call our scope in freshman year. So we lived in the same dorm. I had, I didn't know him, but he was very attractive. <laughs> he was like a, I, I called him my Greek God because he had that yeah. dark, he was Greek and all this stuff. And he was just, you know, very he stood out pretty to me anyway. Easy, he easy was, on the eyes. He was Lisa. My scope. Yes. And so now here we are either a year later or something like that. And we make this eye contact with a, with a smile, right? With a smile. And boy, was it a connection. And later that day, he called me. I don't, I don't remember how he got my number, but he found me somehow. And he asked me out. Talk about floating on clouds. I was absolutely on cloud nine. I was just blown well. What away. happened with the Greek God? Well, we we got into a relationship for a period of time, oh. right? And then he graduated, and it didn't, you know, it didn't last, obviously. Yeah. But but yeah. it didn't matter. It was like, wow. <laughs> so sometimes God. those smiles take on Make a little more right. than you realize it for yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. connection. I love that. Yeah. This is this, yeah. this is as authentic as it gets. Yeah, Greek God. The Greek Love god it. Cleo. Oh, by Cleo, the way, if I, you're saw, out there. I, I yeah. saw your picture with um, Frankie. Frankie Marino. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I saw this picture of you with him and I'm like, they're both glowing. <laughs> and I'm like, just saying. Yeah. Well, he's married. So. <laughs> oh, he's married. I was like, yeah. oh. He's married. You bo- he seems like you're both glowing is what I'm going to say. You both are glowing. And I'm like, so he must have the same kind of energy that he's got to be a really neat person. Well, you know, he, he, he's, there's a nice connection there, even though we don't know each other. Right. Right. We, we just know each other in the very short moments we spent. And one of them was that when I talked about, he serenaded me in the audience and that was just a beautiful moment. And now I finally got a good picture (laughs) with him. And that was just it was a great picture. And I was like, oh, was holy wonderful. smokes, look how skinny yeah. she is. Like, <laughs> anyway, I, I the picture yeah. made me smile so big. I was like, yeah. wow. I mean, wow. you look fabulous. He looks mm-hmm. like, and when I say fabulous and glowing, I mean, I don't know him. I mean, you probably right. don't. You know him how you know him. Mm-hmm. But he feels to me like he is living an authentic life. Yes. And he does have a beautiful heart yes, and he soul. And he, he's living that way. Because that's what you were, we were talking about. This is one of our very first bullet points. You can feel it. You want to be around it. 
it's very attractive to, to find people who are also living an authentic life. Yeah. And yeah. I actually uh, gave him one of my books uh, back in, on his birthday. His birthday is on February 7th. And I gave it to him in the year 2020, 2022. <laughs> is that what saying it right? 2022? Yeah. And so I, in the inscription in the front, I, those are my angel numbers, right? Mm -hmm. 2722, all, all that. So I wrote a, a, you know, nice inscription for him and everything. And my friend Holly is like, yeah, she's the one who gave you the angel book. And he's like, oh, oh okay. And then I, I shared your birthday is February 7th, right? He's, he was so surprised, you know, it's like, yeah. yes. But even when I gave him the book, he was like, you wrote this book? And I said, yeah. He said, wow. And oh. he was like, I'm like, here he's on stages and, you know, an you entertainer. And I could feel yeah. his heart. Yeah, he's very, and he's genuine and he's yeah. friendly. And you're just, you're the, when you're with him, you're just the most important person in that moment. So that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Totally. Awesome. Yep. All right, so where, little, where do we? A little more Frankie Marino can't can't. Uh... I, you know what? I, it, it was really just neat for me to see you yeah. and him, like he's, you know, I'll I'll be around the light people all day long every day. Um, yes. They just make you feel good. You are one of them. I would be around you all day long because you feel good because you're light. Yeah. Um, okay, so where were we at, and and how do we get to be yeah. so, or live a more authentic yeah. life? Well, another benefit of living authentically is you have more energy. You have more mm. vitality. It takes a lot of energy to put on a facade. It takes a lot of energy to hide yourself away. It takes a lot, and this is all resistant energy, which we've spent, you know, again, it comes up in most of the podcasts is about resistance. So when you release the resistance, you have more energy because it's not being spent on something trying to suppress some aspect of you that you're mm -hmm. not comfortable with. So that's yep. another beautiful benefit of, of um, living authentically. Yep. And, and also is that you, most people who are living more authentically are, are um, avid learners, avid mm. students, if you will. And so they're seeking out truth, they're seeking out understanding, they're seeking out how to, how to really truly realize their potential right? Because that's mm -hmm. part of authenticity is your authenticity is equivalent to your potential. Mm -hmm. So the more authentic you become, the more you're realizing your actual potential. Mm. So that's pretty another deep. wonderful benefit. Very deep. We're pretty deep here. <laughs> we are deep here. We are deep and I think, here. I think about our moms listening to us. I, I got to tell you, you know, it makes me happy that, that it makes me happy because you know, if I was a parent, I'd be really proud of us too. Yeah. You know, so sure. living authentically and all of the beautiful things. Talk about increased energy. I just want to highlight this because this is so weird. Um, it, and it happened this morning um, since my sister had her miracle experience, which was like days ago. Um, I see things through a different lens. It's like, Okay, I have my miracle Monday, but now I now that I see the miracles. So this morning, Alan and I are finding a like a, a rhythm, a really nice rhythm with the kids and with parenting and everything. Um, and so I knew that that we were going to do you know interview and then podcast, and I had a, a ton of stuff just in my mind, and I was so excited. I'm so excited 
that I just, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, um, in a good way, not in a, not in a, cause I can go overexcited and I have been overexcited, but this time is, is that, you know, speaking of authenticity and it, I can only imagine how much is going to unravel for you, for me, for, for our listeners as they go on in their own journey. But like, I, I, I did, I woke up, I had all this energy and there's so much going on and I'm so excited about like, not excited in a bad way, excited in a really good way. Like, okay, today's another day. What are we going to do today for the highest and the best good of all involved? And I just like smiled at myself. I'm like, okay, we're, we're, we're getting places here. And I, you know, and my energy and I'm, you know, I'm charged up, even though my sleep has been really weird. I don't know if you're having the same, the energies or the energies, but I think the authenticity part of all of this, <clears throat> to see a miracle happen for somebody else is almost more impactful for me than my own personal miracle. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, look at all the miracles, miracle, 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 you know? And so I know that it happened to her. And now I get to watch. It's like you watching what happened to me. You were right. very much tied up in all of all of it. You know, we were so connected. And so to see somebody have a miracle happen, and then, you know, I'm sitting back, I'm like, this is going to be so freaking fun to watch this human being's light just, and that's my sister, you know, yeah. like, yes, I get to, Yes, I get to do this game of life with my sister. This is going to be really, really fun to watch all of her authentic self. Mm -hmm. I am so excited to see how bright, because she got one bright light, just saying. Yeah. She's joining the party. <laughs> She's joining the party. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just so wanted the, to, yeah, you know, for sure. When you it's talk about beautiful. lifelong learning, yeah. lifelong learning. That's you. That's me. And that's, I mean, you're not listening. You're, you wouldn't listen to something like this if you weren't on the journey. It's right. really beautiful. Really, really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And we celebrate everyone who is, you know, uh, well, listening or, or watching or just in, connected in some way in our lives and other people too, right? That, you know, the more you become authentic, the, the better our world becomes. Yes. 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 And, and it gives me hope and I'm going to go a little bit deep, but this is about being authentic and in, 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 in this, this is it. Um, 2024, <laughs> I was on the phone with a, a gentleman in, in, for my business and, uh, we were just bouncing some ideas off of, you know, how absolutely messed up the outside world it, it is. It is a mess. Um, but that the inside world, my world, has never been better. I can almost promise you my sister's world, it will get so much better. She, she really, uh, it will be really fun to watch because you can't stuff it back in once it comes out, right? It's beautiful. And so as we work on healing ourselves, you know, the, the inner, the inner standing, mm -hmm. you know, to understand the inner stand is <laughs> like, that's becoming authentic. And, and as we do that, we are energy, you know, our souls, our higher selves, our, we were just talking about this earlier. 
um, our connection. We are all part of the same stuff. It's so beautiful. And it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go into this a little bit more deeply, but, um, I was talking about discipline, right? We were talking, me and my astrology group were talking about what it takes right now to live an authentic life. It, the best thing you can do is get clear on what it is you want to accomplish. And so we were just talking about discipline and I, I'm like, I'm starting my university of, of Vedic astrology course uh, in January when she starts it again but I'm going to get ahead of it. So I'm going to start early um, in really putting this discipline into practice. And um, because, especially for our audience that is connected, we're talking about authenticity, right? To really bring the power of math and science and, and bring scientific evidence to what you and I are talking about right. will just make it more helpful for you know, anyone listening, right? So for me, I just have this knowing, right? We all have our, our gifts, that's mine. And, um, and it served me well. Well, okay, so now here we are. How do we uh, train ourselves to be uh, stronger and more uh, vibrantly charged? And, and it's all around authenticity, right? But to put actual um, scientific data to the test is just really fascinating. So stay tuned, everybody. I'm yeah, going, uh, sure. I'm going into school and, you know, and, and so for, for anyone listening, you know, like my mom, I'm, I'm really proud of her. Like, okay, this is really hard to hear coming out of my daughter, but she gets a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's pretty awesome, right? Like, okay. So now if we can continue making connections, you know, with, you know, how we feel and healing wounds and, and living authentically, like, and, and then you guys are going to have to cheat there y'all are going to have to teach other people how to do it too by living by the example. Right. It's really wonderful. It sure is. And you know, you, we, we can go watch chaos to control the power of self-discipline. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> to, uh, to yes. strengthen that again, mm -hmm. you know, even though, um, you know, we're the ones talking about it, but sometimes I'll go back and watch, um, my own course because someone's new coming through and I'm just kind of refreshing some of the stuff and it's like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that principle. Or, you know, yeah. it's just like, I get stuff out of it and it's me who's, you know, is in the video, which is kind of weird, but, sure. but it's true. It's just true. So, for and there's sure, so much to sure. understand and so much to know. We all need refreshers and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, let's move into Sandra, the, you know, how to become more of your authentic self. And one of the first, one of the most imperative pieces is self-acceptance. Mm -hmm. And self-acceptance, like I mentioned earlier, is not just about, you know, looking at what your strengths are, which is extremely important. You want to own your strengths, but you also want to acknowledge, you know, what your flaws are, what your limitations are, you know, where, where, you know, those things are, but not in a judgmental way. We spent a lot of time on judgment in, in one of our past podcasts. Uh, that doesn't help. It just makes the, whatever you perceive as that, that emotion. a limitation. Yeah. It just, it just makes it worse, but it is approaching it from, well, is this something that I can change? And if it is, then go for it, right? Turn that limitation into a strength. And oftentimes when we're letting go of a limitation or resolving a limitation, there's a strength that you can find that replaces that limitation. So even insecurity, you know, if, if someone's insecure and lacking confidence, well then 
you know, you want to address the insecurity, but you can also be, you're adding in a strength by letting go of the insecurity and therefore you gain more confidence. So self-acceptance is really important. And then there's just some things, well, these days you can change just about anything on your body, but, but, you know, there's just some things that perhaps just are not, you're not able to change. And so then it's really coming to acceptance about those things. That's who you are. That's how God made you. Uh, as I don't know where I've heard it, but you know, God doesn't make mistakes, right? <laughs> and he didn't make a mistake when he gave you that thing that you can't change. And so it's embracing it. And it, it reminds me, as I'm saying this, it reminds me of some kind of some famous people, um, Owens, um, blonde guy, uh, oh, I can't uh, think of uh, wedding crasher guy. <laughs> yes. Him. Well, he's got a crooked nose. He's got quite yeah. a, a out of a line nose. And um, he, you know, he just, just says, that's me. I'm not yeah. going to change it because, you know, that's just, that's just me. And what's interesting is the gal from Jennifer Gray, the gal from Dirty Dancing had a, had a just, oh, you know, yeah. more of a cultural nose, I think it was, but, and she got a nose job and she, it totally you know, ruined her career, at least for a while, because now she didn't stand out. No one recognized her because her nose was a perfect little nose, you know, yeah. and it actually hurt her rather than, and if she would have left her nose alone, you know, she probably yeah. would have been more recognizable and people would have wanted them more in their, whatever productions they were, you know, the, they were doing. So I completely but, forgot about that. And that is so yeah. true. The quirky, the, the quirkiness that is you. Mm -hmm. Right. So like my little kitty, I have the coolest freaking cat, not, not Sparky there. There will never be another Sparky. Sparky was so mm -hmm. special, but this new little cat has six, six paws, you know, and I've had yeah. friends with like webbed toes and we were all jealous. This is when I lived in Hawaii for mm -hmm. our friends with webbed feet. <laughs> there weren't very many of them, but they could swim much better. So, yeah. you know, even though you can now, because you know, I guess modern medicine can do just about anything. It's a little mm -hmm. creepy and they should probably think twice about some of the stuff they're doing. Um, if you embrace those parts of you, then you know what? Others will too. Yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah, Jennifer Gray, that quirky nose, you know, or <laughs> what is his name? This is going to drive me crazy. But anyway, just, you know, accepting what yeah. God made you because he made you so, so, so special. Yeah. For sure. And another, you know, I think self-reflection is um, kind of part of everything in life, mm -hmm. you know, to really reflect on yourself, but self-reflection on, you know, what your values are, what your beliefs are, um, challenge those beliefs that are limiting you, by the way, uh, because that's going to also limit you, you from really embracing who you are authentically. And people... Um, can take on beliefs about themselves from a child, from a young child. Mm -hmm. uh, I've talked about the 86-year-old man that I worked with um, where his dad would call him stupid all the time. He doesn't have anything to contribute and all this kind of stuff because he had dyslexia as a, you know, growing up. And mm -hmm. so that's what he, up until the age of 86. Mm -hmm. And it's like, gosh, first of all, you know, the dyslexia, I don't know you know, much about dyslexia. I know the basic understanding of it, but I don't know if there's things to be able to correct that or not. But some of these things are just, if that's just what you have, then you have they to work today, with it. They are today, but back yeah. in the day. But back then, 86, you know, years ago or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. they, they, uh, they potentially weren't. And so, but then you, 
you know, you can take on belief systems about yourself that were put upon you or projected upon you by your parents. And so part of living authentically and becoming who you authentically are is also shedding those limiting beliefs around what you've been told or conditioned to believe about yourself as well. Of course, then we just have society as a, in general that's throwing all sorts of negative stuff at us. You need to be this, you need to be thinner, you need to be prettier, you need to be smarter, you need to be all these things. And it just continues to put people in, uh, I mean, it's to sell products, right, and services, but it's just, it could, keeps people in a, in a lower state thinking they're not enough mm -hmm. the yep. way that they are. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't have much to say about that because that's pretty straightforward. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another thing to keep you um, aligned with being authentic is really identifying what your core values are. And oh, you that, that, yeah. when I did that exercise with you, yeah. remember my roadblock. So it was mm -hmm. so easy for me to throw my five core values down there. But then mm -hmm. to like really plug into them and understand them on a deeper level, which anybody that, you know, you have your workshops and, and there's the self journey, the exploration. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. What are your core values? Yeah. Really important to kind of dig in there because it, it, here's the one thing when, when I was struggling over the last year and a half, I don't even remember when I did that exercise. I think it was February of this year, January, this year. February. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what, that, what was a breakthrough. that was a breakthrough for you. I know. Huge I know. breakthrough for you. Yeah. Integrity. Mm -hmm. All this stuff happened around integrity. My necklace, I got my necklace back. Um, wow. It was a little gift to myself. Um, so we were talking about integrity and I, I couldn't, I couldn't define what that meant for me. I couldn't write it out. I didn't know. I knew it was a core value, but I didn't know what it meant. And so, so then all of these situations, I started bumping up against integrity and doing the right thing. And, um, and even just being aware of it, you know, like you were giving the example of, was it the card and flowers or, uh, you were at the grocery store or it, oh, either frames, they were frames. I like was, I bought frames online from Michael's. I went to pick them up and they gave me like a double order of frames. <laughs> so I didn't pay for, I only paid for half of the frames they gave me. And I'm like, you know what? They're going back in. <laughs> yeah. They're going, oh, oh, that, that's, but I know what you're talking about. This, okay. So this is a, a funny one. So I was in Walmart and I had pencils. That's what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. And I just had, they were like a dollar. And they had flipped in the cart in a way that I didn't see them when I checked out until I got to the car. And I'm like, well, I'm not going back in for a dollar of pencils because I needed to get going. But the next day I went back and I gave back the pencils and I handed them to whoever was working in the you know cashier area in the self-checkout. And she, she was so surprised. She goes, thank you. <laughs> it was just, you know, yeah. but it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or if it's a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Remember how much it's it was? Still. Yeah. So what yeah. 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 Like, so yeah. I kept getting tested by now. This is in the beginning of my declaration to universe. So um I, I had a heavy, 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 heavy load. But um there was we went to a cowboy store in Fort Worth and <laughs> we got two pairs of boots and two hats, and Alan got a belt. And uh I was looking at the amount because I was like whoa, let me just check the receipt. 
and I noticed that the belt didn't pay for the belt. And this also goes into honesty, which is another bullet point we have. So they're kind of one in the same. Yeah. Um, but you know, for core values, mine, ha I was really bumping up against, and I'll go a little deeper. When I, when I was growing up, I was taught really, um, not to be honest and to constantly trick the deal. And I was taught those lessons by my father. If you can skirt around, you know, paying the IRS and taxes, which I wholeheartedly stand behind that today, but my dad really taught me to be, I don't know, to take it. If you wanted it, you can just take it and you'll find a reason, you know, that it's okay to take whatever. Well, that's pretty common today. Yeah. And you know what? It's not right. And it was a, and so here, one of my core values happened to be integrity. And here I'm doing this, you know, trauma healing in, in, in all of it. And I bump up against all of those lessons that my father taught me and how many times in my life that, um, you know, I just, I, I wasn't a good person, um, as far as integrity goes and I was way out of alignment and you know what, it happened to be a core value of mine and identifying that core value allowed me to, to, to really go into it in a way that here comes the belt. So we're at dinner after cowboy store. I look at the receipt and I'm like, he didn't pay for the belt. And so when we left the restaurant, which was right across the street from the cowboy store, um, they were closed. And so the next day I'm like, I can't, I can't handle this. I got to call. I got to make this right. Right. So I tell the lady on the phone, I said, we didn't pay for a belt. I know we had a belt. And she's like, take a picture of the belt and text it to me. And I, I didn't know which belt. Alan's got lots of belts. So I picked a belt that looked like a cowboy belt and I sent it to her and she says, no, she's like, that's not ours. And I'm like, okay. And I go back to the drawer and I'm like, oh, it's this one. Take a picture, send it to her. And she's like, oh, that's ours. I said, okay. I said, tell me how much it is and I will either pay for it or I will return it. And she's floored by like, I got to make this right. She has no idea I'm going down this whole other realm of <laughs> right. integrity, right? Just how important this belt is. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, oh, wow. And there were a handful of like, so then the necklace, so, but anyway, sticking with the belt, the belt was $1,300. And so I sat there and Alan's like, why did you call? It's their fault. They didn't charge. I said, you're not working on integrity. <laughs> I'm working on integrity. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a few conversations around the belt. <laughs> I know, right? Totally. Oh my gosh. And how funny that, you know, we're talking yeah. about authenticity. And, and so it was really a journey for, for me to, you know, to heal all those wounds. And so I said to Alan, I said, look, we can return it or we can pay for it. What, what do you want? It was real. It was real silver mm -hmm. is what the buckle was actually silver. So that's why it was so expensive. And he's like, he's like, no. I'll keep the belt. I'm like, okay. So I call the store back. They give me a discount. The lady was so nice and, um, and just grateful. And I was grateful for, you know, it was my way of getting honest because of my core values. And it was really a way of me going, I'm just going to start to repair some of the damage that I, that I did in my younger life, not knowing. I honestly like, we really are a byproduct of who's raising us and what they're teaching us. And that's how important it is to be, 
you know, like your parenting course, I can't wait. I really can't wait because parents need help right now because there's so much ugh, coming at us that, yeah. and, and, and then the programming that, you know, if you have children, you are to the age where you have been programmed. Typically you're being programmed by your parents or your childhood or your experience and um, the limiting beliefs or whatever's ingrained. Um, it is not your fault. That is how you were taught. Now it's our responsibility to unravel it. But um, wow, I can't believe we haven't talked about the silver belt yet. That's so <laughs> funny. But it all plays into, you know, how to, you know, what you need to do to live a more authentic life. So anyway. Well, and yeah, so being honest and integrous. And quite honestly, if you don't have integrity as one of your staple core values, how are you going to uphold the rest of the core values? Right. It's like got to be the, it's like a core core. <laughs> it's like core, the core, core of the core values, right. because otherwise, if you're not in integrity, how are you going to follow? You know, if family is your, is your, um, you know, a core value, uh, the importance of family, well then you better, you know, if you're, if you're not integrous within that family structure, it's going to weaken your family structure. And so it's going to, if you are out of your integrity you're going to weaken whatever it is that's whatever part of your life that you value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later anyway. Yeah. Well, for sure. Um, it, yeah. It, it, it is at all, even in that one story, you've got your core values being honest mm -hmm. uh, and understanding your motivations. <laughs> yes. Do you want to, because it, they, they, uh, what yes. was my well, yeah. So, uh, you know, when you, in the actions that we take, right. in 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 life, it's really looking at what motivates your actions, what motivates your behaviors. Um, you know, part of what we've talked about is the resistance. So sometimes we will behave in a way because we're looking for, a, a, we're working with a motivation of needing approval, which is definitely going to kick out, kick you out of authenticity, Yep. Right. So, um, or to please or to get back at or to whatever. And so by kind of looking at and identifying what your motivations are, which oftentimes you will find in the form of resistance, you mm -hmm. can now start to say, wait a minute, this is not in alignment, might not be in, in alignment with your integrity, but it's certainly not in alignment with me living an authentic life. So let me go back to my values and look and see is what I'm about to say or do or decide makes you a better decision maker as well. Is it coming from a value-based decision, a value-based behavior, value-based, you know, expression? Mm -hmm. And if it is awesome. And if it's not, you can, it's just catching and correcting it and starting to, you know, move the direction that you, uh, because you've examined where the motivation's coming from, you can start to move in the direction you truly want to go, which is more of authentic. Boy, and it wasn't easy for me to get to authenticity and integrity. Like, universe had me work my ass off for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I had to jump through all sorts of hoops. Then I had to, and it was like, it was, it, it really was a, um, an interesting lesson for me uh, mm -hmm. in, in getting there. Because it, it was not, you know, I send the picture of the belt. Mm -hmm. He happened to have another silver belt that yep. looked kind of the same. That wasn't real yep. silver. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, but I know we didn't pay for the belt. And I, you know, so anyway. Yeah. But you yeah. had to work for it, which made it that much more of a value-based value activity was the belt. 
it was all rooted in your in your core value of integrity. So, and because you've been had been out of it in different ways, you had to work for it this time. <laughs> yeah. Really put it really impressed yeah. upon you just the importance of making, making sure that you right. stay in alignment. Yeah. 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 In, in in all of the lessons, and I want everybody to to really um, appreciate uh, the the biggest lesson was like I this is learned behavior. I was not born this way and I carried around a lot of guilt and shame for, for things that I've done over time. Um, I never hurt people. Um, but I was taught that somebody, usually it is a parent that teaches you, you know, and I'm sorry, it's a scumbag thing to teach your kids to steal mm -hmm. and that if it's somebody else's that, and you can get away with taking it, if you can get away with that, that was the biggest lesson to my dad. If you can get away with it then take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's karma. Just like karma is a bitch. <laughs> Look how so, your dad turned out. Right. So, you know, yeah, I know real, anyway, uh, yeah. he's on his own life journey. So, yeah. okay. So I want to wind some of these up. Um, I know you have to go. Uh, and so I want to make sure we get some of these last points in. And, and setting boundaries is also really important when it comes to authenticity, just like with your dad, right? You know, it's like, if you don't have healthy boundaries, then it's going to impact you being true to yourself. Okay. We either we either have too rigid of boundaries, which, which um, keeps us more separate and disconnected from the outside world, so to speak, mm -hmm. or our boundaries aren't strong enough, then we start giving ourselves away and it's then the boundaries between those and the people outside of us become pretty fuzzy. And so setting those healthy boundaries means you also have to use your voice and use your authentic voice in order to set those healthy boundaries. And it's really important. And just that little piece around, you know, uh, uh, the difference between too rigid and, and not rigid enough, so to speak, or not strong enough is is a huge, huge subject in and of itself. And we'll definitely make that a podcast in the future. Um, you know, vulnerability, we talked a little bit about as far as staying, you know, vulnerability opens you up mm -hmm. and allows people mm -hmm. in. Yep. And when you feel comfortable with in your own skin, it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go tell them every little dirty little thing about you, you know, or whatever. It's just, you just allow people in and some people will know every, per perhaps most things about you because they're trusted, right? Healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't just let everybody come barreling into your heart space. So that's why the boundaries are so um, important, but also allowing yourself to be vulnerable. I mean, some of the things that we share, there's just not a lot of energy on anymore, at least judgment energy or shame energy, because we can see it for what it truly was conditioning or, you know, a how lesson. we were raised and a lesson and all those yeah. things. So, but to even to share those things, like you've just shared, that's a vulnerable act to do. Yeah. And you're right, right about the charge. There's no, um, I'm, I've, pretty much been an open book my whole life. Um, the person I think I've been hiding from the most was me mm -hmm. until, yeah. you know, this last year and a half. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, you know, share anything that I share anymore about what I'm struggling with or it, it doesn't have a charge anymore because I'm not struggling mm -hmm. anymore. And everybody, right. you'll get there. You'll get mm -hmm. there. You know, this is, you know, think of it as like a video game. You get to play a video game into yourself and you get to go on this mystery hunt and there's no, there's no end until you stop breathing. Right. 
So have fun. Yeah. Yeah. On the and exploration. And, and, and oftentimes to be authentic, you need feedback. Mm. Objective feedback, right? Loving objective yes. feedback. Constructive feedback. And mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's how you got to integrity is because you had me there helping you kind of through exercises and just my, mm -hmm. you know, my objectivity and of course my connection to you to give you some feedback. I mean, that's what a lot of coaching is. It's feedback, but it's objective feedback because oftentimes we can't see things about ourselves that are other people can. Mm -hmm. And when you can have someone that helps you to see that, um, it just accelerates the time uh, that it takes to get into that, you know, authentic living and, and moving mm -hmm. into that space to become who you really are, because you have someone who know who has the same goal. And that's to bring out who you truly are in life. Yep. And when you have and you have that trusted person helping you to do that, we all need feedback because we're just too close to the subject. <laughs> so that feedback is super important. Um, and, and also uh, embracing the mistakes that you make and can stay on that, that learning curve because we're always on a learning curve, right? Mm -hmm. But embrace the mistakes just like you embrace the things you can't change, right, uh, about yourself. Embrace them and just it, it's all about that, that growth mindset, which was our second podcast, and, and learning how to take something that you might perceive as negative and turn it into something empowering for yourself. It's, mm -hmm. It is powerful to do that. So when a challenge comes along and you, if you look at it as that it's being done to you, you're now in a disempowered state, but when you can look at it as what is this here to teach me, you have now moved into an empowered state and your authentic self is empowered. It's already empowered. You just need to connect in and allow it to come out and shine, right? Um, which, okay. Do you have time? I know you, you're kind of a bit. Yeah, go ahead. I can hear, I can hear okay. crazy kids and I can hear Alan. Oh, so, okay. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Because this is, I, I show this to a lot of my clients. Uh, there's a movie called The Shadow Effect mm -hmm. and it's a really good movie. Um, I'll put a link in the description, but one of the stories in there is about the golden Buddha and this big Buddha was in a village um, many years ago and uh, somebody discovered it and they saw like a little glint of gold in the chest of the Buddha. And so started to chip away at this, you know, at this Buddha. And what they discovered is it was, um, it was a completely, it was golden. It was a golden Buddha that was covered by clay to protect it many years ago from the villagers getting it from, it, you know, getting stolen or attacked or whatever it was. And, the golden Buddha is representative of the treasure that lives within us, which is our authentic self, and all the clay that we keep putting over it because of our issues, because of our emotions and resistance and <laughs> the things that we believe about ourselves that aren't true. So a lot of this authentic, becoming your authentic self and living authentically is removing the clay that you believe about yourself and this protective mechanism, like we need people's approval or we need, you know, to uh, make sure we're, you know, uh, either impressing people or that we are, you know, putting on the facade, the facade is the clay. And once you start to remove that clay, you have a treasure that the world is waiting to experience and it's golden. So remove and it the just clay. feels and it just feels good and free. And, and, and I, I will, I even just, I, I feel 
like I'm pretty gold right mm -hmm. about now. And in, yeah. in it, it, I've never felt this way. I've never lived this way. I've never, you know, and it's, and so now the ripple effect, you know, to be able to watch my sister have this experience and, um, and kind of know, I know what she's in for. She's in for never ending, like, you know, my issues when they pop up, we all have issues. You're never, you know, you're, you're not done growing till you die. Um, but to look at them differently and also, and I didn't even connect that until right now, watching what's happening with my daughter, with Stacey Mia is powerful. And I'm like, you know, when we heal ourselves, we heal the world. That's such a true statement. Yeah. You know, you might not, you might not know exactly directly who you're going to affect besides yourself. Usually it's your intimate circle first, and then you will radiate out. And, uh, anyway, I, I think that that's absolutely, uh, what a great podcast. Yeah. I'm inspiring myself. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You're inspiring me too. Yeah. So, so thank well, you everybody. Yes. So, so celebrate your uniqueness. Become your authentic self. And if you can think of either you've experienced something that we've shared, right? Or you have your own experiences of how you became more authentic and share those with us in the comments below. And you, you never know. It could be like the smile that, that, that hits somebody else that impacts their day in a positive way. So we would love to hear some of your experiences when it comes to authenticity. That means you, mom. Moms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All yeah. the moms out there. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go, 2024. Uh, hope you're all doing great. Thanks for watching.